The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. We weren't paying attention at all. We, we almost ski-masked our way out of here without even trying, for, for crying out loud. Uh, it's uh, 10 o'clock already. we got to go. Boys, we're all done here. Uh, i got to get the entertainment drill out, then we'll go away. How about them apples? Uh, it's, the entertainment drill is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com. The home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training, available for you anytime you're ready to start becoming a smart person and want to live a life that's a little bit more uh, prepared. They'll also do it for your workplace and those seminars they put together, uh, tailored to your needs. Wherever you work, whatever you got going on, you got a ton of employees, you got a couple employees, you got something together, and you just want to come up with a plan in case, uh, you know, uh, silliness uh, jumps in front of you at work, which is statistically the place that it happens. Uh, nothing wrong with having a plan. You got a plan for a fire. You got a plan for uh, a tornado. You got storm plans. You got plans for in case somebody gets hurt. You got heart attack equipment laying around the building. Why not plan for lunacy? You don't want to. Nobody does. But statistically, lunacy is going to happen more often than you know somebody's going to drop dead of a heart attack and got to use that weird defibrillator nobody knows how to use in the office. I'm more afraid of that. If like Brady had his, uh, uh, you know, oh here we go. Oh, and he's laying in the kitchen, and somebody had the nerve to bust open that thing. Break the glass. I'm going to electrocute Brady. I'm like, I don't think any of us are trained for this. <laughs> just let him go. He lived a good life. And with the CPR where they're just crushing your bones. We all have a plan. Why not a plan for if somebody just starts wandering into your building going bananas? You should. Absolutely, because it's happening just as much as anything else is. So uh, be prepared, not paranoid. And the more buildings that take uh, them up on this thing, the better off we are. That means more sheepdog, less sheep. Victimization is a choice. A lot of people don't like to hear that. When it comes to robberies and stuff, not always. Yeah. You, uh, you usually can look back and say, I made three or four terrible choices and I was victimized. And, and a lot of it has to do with you walking down the street by yourself staring at a phone. Uh, slow walking, dragging your feet, making it look like you're an easy target. That's a choice. Uh, it's not fun, but that's a choice. Your behavior is your choice. You can bow up a little bit, show some confidence, be more confident, and people are less likely to hassle you. It's just that easy. Plus, you're going to get in great shape doing it. Reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Brown's quarterback, Deshaun Watson, has settled with 20 of the 24 women. Amazing. No settlement numbers thrown out, though. Money right? talks. Yeah. Four or, well, I heard um, it was around $500,000. Each? Each. Seems light. That's not, yeah, that's. The other four are holding out because they didn't agree with the NDA that they're supposed to sign. Yeah, so they can't write a book so or never Dr. Say Phil right. or anything. They're easy to get around, but 
still shouldn't do it. Can you get Ashley it? Solis, the first woman to sue to sue Watson and to identify herself as a victim. Um, she didn't take similar. right. What's that? She's not taking. She's not yeah. taking it. She's she been... was the first one in. Um, the other thing is the NFL is still investigating whether he violated their code of conduct. This will be interesting to see because if they say he did, you're looking at a probably a six full games. season. Maybe. It would probably be like six or seven games. There's no criminal defense. Their code of conduct has to be rewritten for this because you don't have a precedent for 25 different people saying you did the same but thing. But I think 20 of those are now out of that mix. Right, they're gone. But even still, that's... Look, even one they, takes just the one. The NFL's code of conduct has nothing to do with a court of law. That's been proven time and again when they yeah. say... You didn't do anything wrong, and you're still suspended. John Gruden can't work in the NFL because of emails he sent when he didn't work for the NFL. So right. somehow he violated their code of conduct as a non-employee of the NFL. Then they hired him. And so they don't have any precedent set. Ben Roethlisberger was suspended six games for this exact same type of thing. Mm-hmm. No illegal activity on the books. Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't, but as far as, you know... The official report is none. And then uh, one person got some money, as far as we know. It was undisclosed whether even that happened. They still suspended him for six weeks for code of conduct that didn't exist. They just made it up. So they'll do that for Deshaun, too, because they have to. The fans in in Cleveland are even starting to spout off that they're like, I'm not wearing the jersey. This is something we shouldn't support because the court of public opinion is what they're really defending. How do you think Baker Mayfield – Feel, Horrible. feels about this whole situation. I can't imagine what that guy's going through. I don't like Baker Mayfield, but he's this is he the, got effed. This is this is getting effed in a huge way. Yeah, dude can't. They can't even get rid of him now because they drug their feet on so many things that teams that would want him already filled the slot, and they're going to pay Baker twenty plus million a year now. He's bargain basement prices. You're going to get Baker Mayfield for a dollar. If I was him, I'd sit this year out and wait for somebody to get hurt. I'll take him. The Bears, Bears are t- yeah. I mean, if Fields gets hurt, you got oh, yeah. you're probably going to end up with uh, my guy Mason Rudolph will end up as your backup. You don't want that. Bill Cosby lost a civil sexual assault trial. This was filed by that uh, Judy Huff, yeah, who accused him of uh, raping her at the Playboy Mansion in 1975 when she was 16. Right. She settled for 500k, or they awarded her 500 now, or they have to give it to her. They just oh. now, yeah. What was she doing at the Playboy Mansion at sixteen? It's nineteen seventy-five. She was probably the like one of the older girls. They, it's they or had, they say they're eighteen. Yeah, and they don't really check. Knew. That was we can't again. We can't put the standard of nineteen seventy-five's Playboy Mansion on today's morals because you'd want to burn every celebrity oh, yeah. that lived through the seventies. I mean, the Roman Polanski thing was Jack Nicholson's or uh, yeah Nicholson's house. And he, and that girl was like 13. Yeah. Right. And she was at the party. Or 14. Drew Barrymore talks about, you know, that was the 80s. You know, I was doing Coke with people when I was eight. This is, this is the group of moral people that try to tell you how to live your life, Hollywood. And Drew Barrymore was like, I was at Hollywood parties getting Coke from people when I was eight. And they're the ones going, we've got to save the kids. I can't believe you people aren't environmentally sound. We're the forefront of all things moral. Okay. That's why that uh, Liev Schreiber uh, series on Ray, Ray yeah. Donovan. Yeah. Um, you're, you've got to be excited about this. Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. Yeah. Their role in the uh, Better Call Saul 
Bob Odenkirk kind of let it out saying they're going to be in it. Oh yeah, a lot. It's not we just know that. Way. Yeah, we we kind of well, as Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul fans, we know they're coming in. Odenkirk had a good thing the other day when he said, and Paul told me this. Uh, Bob Odenkirk said, "I'm not letting the cat out of the bag," but a massive, and we're talking Academy Awards super movie star is going to be in the last few episodes. He makes an appearance. Guesses. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is the one we first came up. He loved Breaking Bad and would and like made phone calls on a tape to Brian Cranston to tell him it's the best oh, thing I've ever good watched. Guess, then. Yeah, and so Anthony Hopkins was kind of like begging during Breaking Bad that it was the best thing he'd ever seen. And here's my thing for all you Better Call Saul fans. Howard Hamlin just got murdered. And they never said that Howard's dad died. He was the original lawyer. But they never said he was dead. They just said Howard has the business. So Howard has a funeral coming up. It would be awfully interesting if Anthony Hopkins showed up as Howard's dad. Ooh. That would be a good way to plug him in. Ooh. So that's my theory. Me and Paul yesterday were coming up. Me and Paul should have Better Call Paul, the podcast, because that dude watches each episode like six times, and then we fan fiction the hell out of it. Larry's in on it, too. But that be- just because Anthony Hopkins is such a big fan, Paul Paul came up with the idea that Anthony Hopkins had called him a bunch of times. So when they mentioned that, I'm like, oh, there it is. That's I want it. We both knew about that. Yeah. So then we were talking about that, and I'm, and he's like, but how would they introduce a brand new character with six yeah. episodes left? And I'm like, Howard Hamlin's dad, Maybe. Hamlin, you know, Hamlin, Hamlin McGill was Howard's dad, Howard and Chuck McGill. Right. We never met Howard's dad, and they never said since he passed or he's gone. There's no painting of him on the walls. He, he might have just retired and disappeared, and Howard doesn't mention him, because why would you? Maybe. Yeah. They always see my father. You got another so, so. guess? No, I, but just, I, I remember Anthony Hopkins saying. Oh, he went nuts Going about on record yeah. saying, you know, that show is the best television cinema you will ever get. You know, it's like. Yep. Five foot eleven, about 175 pounds. So to have them work him in somewhere. Eyes blue, hair blonde. They just, strongly built. They just Said he lived in, in Philadelphia, but he could have lied. Hey, Senator. They just love Breaking Bad. That would be great. <laughs> be pretty awesome. What did Migs say to you? Multiple Migs in the next cell, Saul. Uh, he I, uh, said he could I smell say. my I, however, cannot, Saul. They'll bring him in. They'll make a big mistake. They'll bring him in with uh, Brad Pitt, and it'll be like, meet Joe Black. And Ugh, God. Him. Yeah, I hope he gets hit by a bus again. <laughs> I just sit in the theater for that three hours. Those are the types of movies that make me hate movies. 90% of movies are terrible. That's one of them. The star-studded cast of that, and it is one of the dumbest movies I've ever watched, except for the bus crash. What would it be when Hannibal's alone with Kim Wexler? He has sent something about you. Tell me about about Saul, Kim. Tell me about them. Has Saul stopped crying? Was your uncle a kind man, or was he a bad man make perform fellatio? Kevin Costner. He's a good man. He's a very good man. You don't have any more vacations to sell on the island. (laughs) Anthrax Island. Very clever. Your idea? (laughs) I'm going to go home and watch that now. But Anthony Hopkins is our guest, and of course Larry and I can't not do that. I thought this was pretty cool. George R.R. Martin was inspired to kill off characters in his Game of Thrones books by being a fan of Stan Lee's writing in Marvel Comics. Yeah, because they did it all the time. He says, yeah, he goes, and it's okay if fans are angry. If you're going to write about death, you should feel it. That's the point of a character dying. It's like should be death in real life, which is what made the first five seasons of Game of Thrones so great. The star of the show dies in the first season. 
It's amazing that they put, and then never played with it again. He just died. That was a consequence of watching. Brett, you asked me about this the other day. Um, my big fat Greek wedding three is now filming in Greece right now, so <laughs> yeah. it'll be out in the next year. Oh, Brett, year. Oh, man, cool. I'll you can finally to... have your third poster on the wall. Yeah, I'll be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> it's so imbalanced with just two posters. Yeah, three is the it's the good one. Perfect. It's good for balance. It's gonna be my hitter on the on the <laughs> <Yeah>. wall. <laughs> My, you have some my hitter? Yeah, my yeah, hitter's still there. We should yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. This, bring yeah. up Larry. Here comes Larry, yo. Yeah. He's my hitter. My hitter. It's okay for us whiteys to sing it, my hitter. <laughs> the other one's not so much. Uh, we're done. Why doesn't someone have that as their walk-up music in baseball? Oh, man. Excuse me, Holmes? Because... <laughs> If you think Dinger made people mad, <laughs> my hit is going to uh, – the announcers for the Nationals, oh, my God. Anyway, even better if they do it in throwback uniforms, which I still can't understand why the black players are for that. We're celebrating the 1930s in Major League Baseball. First up, Dexter Fowler <laughs> in a wool jersey he'd have never been allowed in. And his walk-up music, my hitter. Well, this is all confused now. And guys, I'm sorry you're not on the roster today. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cut you out. We're celebrating in the 30s. So, uh, back of the bus, boys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, the Red Sox could do that. Well, the all Red the way Sox up to the 60s. Do, Yeah, they they did it up till the Nixon administration. <laughs> Raises pricks. Anywho, that's it. Larry's coming up next. He's my hitter, and he's got all sorts of stuff. All the hits from Larry. That's why we call him that. Uh, and you guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the morning sickness. So long. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.